Welcome to the official Cryptids Anomalies and the Paranormal Society's podcast. I'm your host, Barnaby, and you're listening to Whispers from the Dark. Tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> it's, it's down near Bray 
study that we investigated actually backs up almost to the actual Bray Road in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Bray Road, Bray Road is uh, the home of the infamous Beast of Bray Road, which is one of Wisconsin's uh, premier urban legend uh, cryptids. It is a upright bipedal canine that is kind of similar to a werewolf in appearance, we'll say. And uh, it has been seen a lot back in the uh, uh, early 90s down there. And uh, renowned author Linda Godfrey wrote several books on the topic of the Beast of Bray Road. Um, along with, she has been featured on uh, uh, TV shows and other, other things like that where she talks about her research into the Beast of Bray Road. Um, and also, the uh, gentleman's property that we went to has also been featured on numerous uh, Dogman and Werewolf and Beast of Bray Road episodes. And uh, that gentleman's name is Lee Hample, for anybody that may be familiar with him. Uh, so we actually got, um, we talked to Lee, we met him, and we went out to his property back in November of 2019, and it was me, Ma, and Derek that went out there, and we actually spent roughly, what, six hours? And um, he had just a gambit of everything under the sun for stories and evidence. Uh, actual physical evidence of footprint casts and trail cam pictures and um, severed ropes and carcasses of uh, the deer on his property and that. He's a storyteller and every story had all of the evidence to go with it from his pictures to his uh, you know all the actual physical things that he put out and got destroyed footprints he cast and everything to back up everything yeah definitely a very uh very honest and truthful man and <clears throat> he has a website i just found out all the time that we talked to him and stuff he never mentioned this i believe it's uh lee hample's hayfield or lee hample hayfield lee hample's hayfield uh dot com and he has a lot of his uh documentation and stuff on there and then and he has not only been on a lot of these shows, he has sent his evidence and footprint pictures and casts all over to different field museums and track experts. And they all come back and say, oh, well, you know, that, that's not an actual footprint. Well, it is a footprint because you can track that exact footprint for, you know, yards across his field. So... It, he's, he's basically trying to find, he is a retired uh, school teacher, right? Math teacher. Math teacher, yeah. So he approaches all of this stuff from a very scientific, very down-to-earth, well, you know, help me out, tell me what this is, you know, yeah. it's got to be something, uh, point of view. So he doesn't, it, he doesn't, uh, what's, what's the word, uh, fabricate, he doesn't uh, embellish things. He 
this is just a coyote track. Well, it's not because, you know, the coyote track is smaller, it has less toes, you know, um, what is it, a six-toed, five, six-toed, five-pad track. And uh, he's got pictures of this, we, we got pictures of it coming out on the episode, uh, along with um, half the episode is actually a lot of his stories. And, um, like I said, we spent six hours there, and we condensed it down into, um, just really the bare minimum of, uh, the stories that we wanted to focus on and investigate. So, um, we are going to put out this episode, and you'll get to see and hear Lee tell those stories in his own words and everything. And, uh, when the DVD comes out later this year, uh, we're actually going to have a lot more of his stories and evidence on the DVD because um, we still want to give everyone an opportunity to, you know, hear some of the stuff that you don't see on, you know, History Channel or Discovery and the other episodes because they only focus on the Dog Man and the Beast of Bray Road. But he has so much other stuff going on on that property that is just completely unexplainable. <clears throat> Just did. <laughs> we literally <laughs> early. This 
tell you why we leave early. But, um, it, it definitely was a an investigation that I don't think we were fully prepared for. No. And we... We were prepared for other things. That wasn't it. Yeah. Um, we, yeah, we were, we tried to prepare for... I was more afraid of coyotes or, or something, you know, wild animals coming out there because he said that they have so many of them all over the property and stuff, but... Yeah, that wasn't what happened. Yeah. So, we, uh, we set up, and among other things, we wanted to, uh, to investigate a lot of, you know, we, we always try and cover as much as possible of the reports and try and debunk as much as possible as well. So, we set up trail cams around his whole property at the same locations that he has them. And we set them up to take one picture every five minutes as like a time lapse. And uh, we wanted to gather as much pictures and evidence as possible while we were there. We had night vision binoculars out. We had our uh, remote uh, security cameras on the van aimed off in every direction we could possibly get them. Uh, we have them literally aimed up at the sky in case anything came out of the sky or anything. Um, we really had the area covered, but it, it still wasn't enough. Um, we, <laughs> we do plan on going back sometime, but uh, it, it, it'll be a while. Someone witnessed 
a large bipedal flying creature that flew in front of their vehicle and passed underneath a street lamp. And um, it basically sounded like a flying Sasquatch. Um, it, it, in, in all honesty, it probably was, if, if you had to throw it in a category, it probably was similar to a Mothman. Um, I don't know that Mothman is supposed to be built the way this thing was, though. Um, the, the Moth Squatch, as we call it, um, was supposed to be a very large, bulky humanoid with wings. And uh, so we deemed it Moth Squatch for our team, and uh, we went out and looked for that for an entire night and drove around and talked to talked to the property owners down there that were near it, and uh, yeah, we didn't find anything. But, I mean, you never know. You, you're, you're not going to find anything if you're sitting on your couch, you know. And just driving down to these areas doesn't mean that we're not going to run across something else crossing the road, you know. We might be, you know, a couple weeks ago, we were up at uh, Paulding Light again, and uh, you're, we, we specifically took a longer route to get up there because we drove all the way through the, the National Forest and stuff up there, or the State Forest, um, just in case something wandered out on the road in front of us, you know. So. <laughs> we did find Bigfoot. We did find that store. We did find Bigfoot. Um, oh, that's great. Let's segue into that, I guess. Um, also coming up. So, uh, on our way up to the Paulding Light, we, uh, <laughs> I'm driving the cat's van, and at the side of the road, I see this flashing sign, like LED board sign, that says, Bigfoot Souvenirs. And, um, well, you know, you know how my little heart beats for souvenirs and gift shops. So I, uh, I literally slammed on the brakes, pissing off every vehicle in like a 10 car line behind us and uh, whipped it into the parking lot of this little roadside, uh, uh, <laughs> roadside store. And it's uh, called Karen's Unique Gifts. And it is in Mountain, Wisconsin. And the reason Karen has the Bigfoot Souvenir Store there is because she is literally five minutes up the road from the Mountain Fire Watch Tower. And um, the Fire Watch Tower was featured on an episode of Finding Bigfoot where they came to Wisconsin and they had a either a town hall meeting or a, uh, she said a cookout there, I guess. And um, they, they investigated up in the area of Mountain Wisconsin. And so a lot of people come up there, you know, that are fans of Finding Bigfoot and the show and stuff. And, and uh, so she opened up this little gift shop there to, um, to, you know, accommodate their shop gifting needs. Such as one does when they're driving. Needs to purchase things every couple miles. Like, you know, half the bus on the cab team. <laughs> hey, you can't yell at me. I am not the only one that does this. I know. Because Ethan was extremely excited to go to Rhinelander to just purchase a stuffed hoedag. And we had to go to, this was before we knew the hoedag store existed, and it wasn't open at the time when we were up there. Um, and we had to stop at multiple gas stations just so he could buy a hoedag stuffed, uh, stuffed toy. And we found one, so I shouldn't 
Wisconsin area, if you are anywhere in the upper part of Wisconsin, if you're anywhere from anywhere in Wisconsin, if you're from Upper Michigan, if you're from, I, I don't care where you're from, if you're from around here and you've seen a Bigfoot, if you've heard a Bigfoot, if you just love hearing stories about Bigfoot, you want to be at Karen's Unique Gifts in Mountain, Wisconsin on May 8th from 6 o'clock until, ooh, that's wrong, from 3 o'clock, 3 o'clock to 6 o'clock. I knew there was a 6 o'clock. Karen's Unique Gifts, 3 o'clock to 6 o'clock. The Caps team will be there, and we will be hosting a meet and greet and uh, enthusiasts and witness night. So we are going to be spending some time in Mountain, Wisconsin this summer, in and around that area. And because we're going to be up there, we will be filming for an upcoming episode. We want to hear your stories, where you have had an encounter. We want to know where Bigfoot is around Mountain, Wisconsin, or anywhere in the state of Wisconsin. So if you want to come out, it's free admission. We're going to, we will have a tent if it rains or if it's going to be bad weather or anything like that. We will have a tent set up. We will have um, our merchandise, DVDs, t-shirts, all that stuff, all our good stuff. We will have casts, uh, footprint and handprint casts. You can actually see the handprint cast that we got in Rhinelander. Uh, we will have that there for you to look at. We have footprint casts from uh, the Heighten Adventure and from Rhinelander. And uh, we will have those there for you to take a look at. And uh, from 3 o'clock until 4 o'clock, we will be giving a lecture uh, discussing our findings, some of our research, and uh, some of our stories that uh, have maybe been on episodes or maybe stuff that you haven't heard before, too. Um, stuff that hasn't been out on an episode yet. Um, and then from 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock, we will open up the floor to anyone in the audience that would like to tell their story in a public forum, and uh, you can hear other people's stories. And then from uh, 5 o'clock till 6 o'clock, we will be uh, privately meeting with any witnesses that want to share information, but maybe not in front of the entire group. So we'll, we'll kind of break off and you can pull one of us aside and talk to us privately. And we're going to have a map with us there so that you can uh, come up and mark your sighting on the map so that we can uh, kind of start plotting things. And uh, so again, May 8th, we will be up in Mountain, Wisconsin to uh, start uh, Bigfoot up there. Um, 
tuned. And we have... I'm getting to that. Yep. See? You don't want me to talk. Well, you, you can talk about the convention. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> I just know I'm supposed to be somewhere at some point. We uh, all know the day before. Yes, exactly. Well, hopefully not because we got to drive there. So. Oh, um, okay, so we have, we have two big footing opportunities coming up for uh, all of our fans that want to come out with us and go out into the field and uh, look for Bigfoot with us. We have two opportunities for that coming up. Uh, stay tuned for more information. This is why I said we've been so busy. We're, we're trying to get all this stuff uh, set up and scheduled and that. We're, we're hammering out the details. And uh, we're also really excited. We have a paranormal investigation that uh, a location that we are setting up um, probably semi-regular investigations at. Um, so you can actually come out with us um, and, you know, investigate paranormal activity with us at a proven haunted location. And um, it's, it's pretty good. I don't want to give anything away just yet. Uh, like I said, we just, uh, we're just hammering out the details. And um, once we have that information, we will be announcing that coming up pretty shortly here. So stay tuned for that. And now, without any other further ado, we have a convention. For those of you not in Wisconsin, uh, we will be on the road this uh, summer, and we will be in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, woo! <laughs> we will be in Ann Arbor, Michigan for the Michigan Bigfoot Conference. Yep. And uh, they have Ken Gerhard will be there speaking. Uh, we won't be speaking. We just have a booth. So we will be selling merchandise and uh, DVDs, t-shirts, hats, um, and toys. Yep. Bigfoot uh, Christmas tree ornaments, stickers. Uh, so we'll be at that as an Ann Arbor, Michigan, and that is July. July something. It's on our, it's on our uh, Facebook page if you go on there. It tells you when that is. It's in July. I think it's July 8th. There's so many dates and stuff going on. Don't go. Don't go. Don't quote me on that. It's it's May 8th in in uh Mount Wisconsin. <laughs> this is why you're here. May 8th, Mount Wisconsin, 3 to 6 p.m. Um, and then uh, the the July one. We had, we had several conventions we were going to do in July. One of them was down in Tennessee, in Gatlinburg. Um, and then we had another one in uh, somewhere in Illinois, right on the Illinois and St. Louis border. And that was a paranormal convention. We will be in uh, Point Pleasant, West Virginia, for the Mothman Festival. And that is in September. Uh, so you can, uh, we, we don't know if we have a booth yet, um, I just contacted them about getting a booth and taking our van out there and setting it up, um, but I, I don't have that hammered out, so we will be there for the convention, but I don't, you'll have to find us, so it'll be like a scavenger hunt. <laughs> and that'll be, uh, me, Ethan, and his wife, Kayla, will be out at, uh, West Virginia. So if any of uh, any of our fans are out in West Virginia 
missing out on our podcasting, and I'm, I'm sorry about that for any of our, our uh, you know, loyal fan base out there that listens to our episodes. I think we have like five listeners right now that have watched or listened to every episode. You know, you guys are the best. Dirty, talking to you. Because <laughs> I know, I know at least Dirty listens to our podcast, you know, when he's out driving. So, Dirty, this goes out to you. Thanks for listening, pal. Hope you're doing good. <laughs> uh, other than that, yeah, if I knew any other listeners, Derek, Ethan, you know, you guys listen just so that you know I don't badmouth you, but anybody else listening, shoot me a message, I'll, I'll give you a shout out on our next episode. Um, what else? Let's see. Well, back to, back to Lee's property, I'm sorry. <laughs> we're, we're talking about that. Well, I don't want to give too much away. Yeah, it, it really is a, it really is an exciting episode, I think. It starts out pretty slow, but um, it gets interesting. He's a very good storyteller. So, yes. So, you know, uh, he's entertaining to watch, so yes. I listen to, so. He has very good stories, and his stories come with pictures and... Uh, uh, Hard questions. And acting out. Yeah, there's, there's some... Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's some... Uh, reenactments that are pretty entertaining too. So you didn't even put the one reenactment in both like the Walmart. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to. Yeah, that one was. That story was not allowed to be shared. Oh, though. sorry. Yes. That was a reenactment, all right. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. There was a. Yeah, I guess like yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't tell it. yeah, I can't tell you that story, but. If you ever get a chance, he was driving home. Danny yes. reenacts his driving, which is dangerous. Know, <laughs> yes. Most of it, thankfully, was on his property, yeah. driving around on his uh, cornfield, and you get to see that in the episode. That's the episode. Yeah, you get to see that in the episode. Our uh, the tractor story. Um, one thing that I did not put in the episode though is um, for you that that are going to watch the the, tra- the tractor episode, the uh, Wisconsin Skinwalker Ranch episode coming out in March. Only on our YouTube channel for now. Um, oh, excuse me. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Oh, where the tractor incident happens, and you'll know what I'm talking about when you watch the episode. That's where we parked the van when we did our stakeout. So keep that in mind on the episode. Um, I was supposed to, to mention that in the episode, and I don't think it actually is in there that that's, that that is where he had the tractor incident, is the same spot where the van was parked for the investigation. And we did that kind of on purpose. Um, so keep that in mind when you're watching the events unfold. Walk back. 
good investigation. I mean, we, we got what we set out to get, so. I don't know what it was, but we got it. You always go out on these investigations with questions, and you, you set up all your equipment to answer those questions. And the answers to those questions you get only lead to more questions. Because we got answers, we got evidence, we saw some of the stuff that he was talking about, and we still can't explain it. It still doesn't make sense. So, maybe just to you, if you watch the episode, you let us know. Yeah, always. If you, you watch any of our episodes and you see something, we've had people point out stuff in our episodes that we didn't even notice. Yeah. Um, like, uh, you know, like things moving or, you know, stuff that, you know, happened or things that we actually caught on camera that people have pointed out and said, hey, you know, did you see this? Did you see this? You know, these eyes in the, the forest? And we're like, oh, no. You know, and so definitely, I mean, if you see something, let us know. But, yeah. Or if you have explanations for some of the stuff we caught, you know, because some of the stuff, you know, we might not be familiar with. There is no one that is an expert on any of this stuff because there is no right or wrong answer. Um, you know, if you see a glowing ball of light, you know, floating over a field, I don't know what that is. And if you have an explanation for it, by all means, tell me what it is because there's there's a lot of ideas, you know, like ghost lights or candelas or um, will of the wisp. Or, um, you know, Orbs is a big, you know, everybody's favorite. Um, I just want to say for the record that, you know, if you, if you, this for me is my, uh, defining pivot point on Orbs, okay? If you take a picture with a flash, and you see Orbs in the picture, nine times out of ten, it's probably just dust, or bugs, or something in the air that the light of the flash is reflecting on. If you walk out into the woods, and a big glowing basketball-sized ball of light floats by, that's a completely different story. If you can see an orb with your, your naked eye, not through a camera, that is completely different than taking a picture and seeing it. You agree? where you gotta, you gotta say, you know, this is a ball of light, and the other thing is just an orb. And, and Lee definitely has both, both those on his property, where the lights that he's seen and videotaped, and uh, he's seen them with his naked eye, and with night vision binoculars, and, you know, night vision cameras and stuff.
we spread out about 10 feet apart, and we walked up and down, back and forth, across the entire... Like we were searching for a missing person. Yeah, the entire length of his field. And we had every piece of equipment running that we could think of. We ran radiation, we ran methane, EMF, K2, Ovilus, um... I don't even... did talk. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't think that a hayfield is going to talk to you, but it did. And um, all of that... It isn't on the episode, but it, it did. Yeah. And it was creepy. If you, like... There's so much... There's so much that we do that does not make it onto episodes. You know, I mean, Lee's property, we were out there for... that day, at least, and we were out there for six hours meeting with him, you know, um, yeah, and you see about a half hour of that on the episode, of our total investigation, um, that's why, like, you buy the DVD, we try and put a little bit more on there, because if, if you're, you watch it on YouTube, great, that's awesome, um, but the average person that wants to watch our episode on, on YouTube is, you know, a fan. You know, you guys you guys like Finding Bigfoot. You like uh, Destination Truth, my favorite show. Uh, Expedition Unknown. Uh, Finding Bigfoot. Did I say that right? Yes. Yeah. Right. Finding Bigfoot. Um, if you're a fan of Finding Bigfoot, um, Expedition Bigfoot, any of those shows, we try and make our show like that. Um, so we give you a little bit of everything. We tell you the history. We tell you what we did. We show you what we got. But on the DVD, you get about a half hour more of more detailed stuff that if you're truly interested in this area or this topic, I mean, I'm not trying to sell you on buying the DVD, but, but please, if you're interested in, in this stuff, check out the DVDs. They're on our website. Um... Or uh, you can message us if uh, an episode isn't, um, you know, available on DVD. Shoot us a message because um, all of the newer episodes from Beat Snappers forward. Uh, so Beat Snappers, Rhinelander, um, the new, the newer episodes, uh, the Skinwalker Ranch episode. Um, they all have bonus features between 15 to 30 minutes. Uh, and there's going to be a lot of bonus features on the Wisconsin Skinwalker Ranch episode. So. And it's without all the annoying, suspenseful replay, you know, that you get on the other TV shows. Yep. That waste time. Yep, we don't have commercials, so you get, you get the full, you know, the same as, like, the YouTube show. You get the full. And the teases and then the, yep. the replay. That's annoying. Your, your hour-long episode on TV is only about 45 minutes, and even once you take that, you're only looking at about, like, 35 to 40 minutes of episodes without just all the... When we come back... Crap. So, I don't know. I want to give you a, the most bang for your buck. Or your time. If you're watching our show, I want you to feel like you're entertained, you've learned something, and you've come away from it, you know, with something, you know. I always, hold your attention. Yes. Instead of, you know, 
almost every episode there's there's some segment where we sit down and eat. It's been eight hours. <laughs> I just I like the the human. Okay, so like I said, I am a huge fan of um, Expedition. Oh God, Destination Truth. I'm a huge fan of Destination Truth with Josh Gates, and um, that is the what I uh, try and emulate. You know, I, I love when they 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 tell you the history of it, and then they go out and they they have to go to the little markets, you know, around the world and. Josh has to sample the local cuisine and do gift shopping in the market, and then then they get on back with the episode, and that's that's kind of the, the format that I try and keep our episodes because I like the the little break in between. You know, it, it keeps you entertained and it it has something for everybody. You know, it gives you a little look into our personal our personal lives a little bit, and, and it. And Lee Hamples has that little episode in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> You need to watch it. <laughs> no, you don't. It has, it has a meander, though. I don't know about Derek. Derek, uh... Derek's snoring. Yes, Derek's, Derek's nap. Yeah. Yep. There is... That I could, a lot. I could fill an episode, like a whole hour-long episode, with just five minutes, five-minute clips of Derek sleeping mm-hmm. from every, every investigation we've ever gone on. Derek just clunks out in the middle of it, and I could fill an hour-long episode of just five minutes snippets of Derek sleeping. Um, sometimes it's not a bad thing. Yeah, sometimes it's beneficial you to the team. quiet. <laughs> but then again, it's not quiet because yes. it snores, but, you know. I think there is. Uh, we have released some of Derek's nap-naps. Oh, yeah. Um, on the trailer for the Heiden Adventure episode uh, is Derek snoring in the tent and uh, when we're, we're crocodile hunting him. Yeah. Yeah. I yep. didn't know that, but that's who it was. That, yep, that would be Derek snoring in the tent. Yep. When we are... Crikey, I'm going to go investigate this monster in the tent. Yep, that was Derek. Um... I think there's a picture online, I can't remember, of uh, Derek <laughs> at Hide and Adventure again, and he's sleeping on a picnic table. Uh, well, he was sick. Well, yeah, that one day, yeah, when he ate too much, that was for the fly. And uh, he's sleeping on the picnic table, and he has a bottle of water that is literally leaning against his head while he's asleep. And uh, we we woke him up, and that's pretty. It, it'll be on an upcoming episode, so we'll we'll leave it at that. But yeah, did, we we have a lot of fun with Derek and sleeping with Derek. So yeah. we all took our turns sleeping at those episodes. Yeah. You don't get to see anybody but Derek. Yes, that's true. We you know, we all had our time see, being sick too. So. You don't want to see some of the no, <laughs> some of the footage no. from Hyden. Ooh, those are some rough days there. Yeah. We've all, uh... We're all good boys. Luke just gets tired. He yeah. hasn't been sick up there. But the rest of us have. Yep, Derek got sick. I got sick the very first weekend we were up there. And that took me out for almost a whole day. Me too. Yep. Oh, yeah, the third? Second weekend. Second, second time we were up there, you got sick. Yeah, the third time you got sick. Yep, the third time Derek was sick. Yep. Then we've, we're not saying that Hyde is a bad place to get sick, it's just that, you know... We're up till all hours of the 
away and then car alarms go off and wake us up and yeah. we don't uh, we don't get much sleep. So you know, when you hear voices and stuff and yeah. anyway, but that's another episode too. We have so much exciting stuff coming out this year. Uh, what do we got? What are our episodes coming out this year? I don't wanna spoil too much, but we talked about we talked about our next episode coming out in March. That is the Wisconsin Skidwalker Ranch episode with Lee Hample's property. That will be out uh, middle to late March. Um, it is in its final editing stages right now, so it'll get uploaded soon, and we will start promoting that. And um, then, in May, we have um, the second installment of... Uh, what is it? Yeah, what is it called? Um... Um, the first episode was the Hayden Adventure. The episode two is Bigfoot is Hiding. Hayden. H e y d e n Hayden. H y h y d e n Hayden. Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. Um, Bigfoot is Hayden. That will be out in May. And then in July, there's another episode coming out.
Researchers Organization. Tom Mufon, the Mutual UFO Researchers Organization, Mutual UFO Network. I get it right. You know, tell somebody because it's so important that you know everyone feels like somebody's going to ridicule them or judge them. But if you don't tell us, we we can't learn from it. We can't we can't help you because if something happens and it, it bothers you, it scares you or something, we need to know evidence so that we can look into it and learn more about these things, start tracking them and everything, and, and find out as much as we can so that when something happens, we can help people deal with it, you know? So, any final thoughts? for listening to this week's podcast. To find out more about cryptids, anomalies, and the Paranormal Society, visit our website at wisconsincaps.com. That's wisconsincaps.com. There you can find links to our YouTube and Facebook pages. You can also submit your sightings and encounters. And don't forget to check out our online store for t-shirts, DVDs, and more. If you have had an encounter with something unexplained in or around Wisconsin, we would love to hear about it. You can send us an email at wisconsincaps at gmail.com or to submit an anonymous report, visit our website and click Report Your Encounter on the main page.